Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks so much for joining me today. Real pleasure to have you with me. Uh, my next guest is, uh, this is going to be a very interesting interview, and I hope you'll uh, grab a pen and a pad and uh, be ready to write down some notes. Lisa Reed is joining me from Productive Learning. She's a trainer and a speaker, and uh, she's in the business of personal and professional development. And today we're going to talk about the keys to mastering your mind in business. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited too. I, I hope our listeners are because, you know, a lot of people have been wondering, you know, uh, how do I get through this coronavirus blah? <laughs> you know, some business owners are doing really, really well. We know that. Some are um, not doing well at all. And the, the middle part are, you know, wondering, you know, there's, you know, what's going to happen next? How do I stay positive through all this? It's very difficult for a lot of people. So what I'd like you to do is tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you um, kind of how you became a, uh, a trainer at productive in productive learning. Well, yeah, thanks for asking. I actually started at productive learning at our our last economic challenge. Um, it was 2008-9 time and I had uh, ended my marriage and we had as a couple you know lost a lot of our assets and it was just a really dark place at that time and that was actually when I was at my darkest place is when I found productive learning and started really opening up to what my how powerful my thoughts were and then how was I going to get out of the hole that I was in? You know, because sometimes we have this, there's this external reality that is true. It's like there's facts. There's things that are happening around us that we don't have control over. But I realized even in that darkest time uh, back, you know, over 10 years ago that I wanted to focus on the things that I could control and the things that were in my hands. And so I took a workshop at Productive Learning, absolutely fell in love with the work. I had a lot of fun. I didn't even realize at the time how powerful it was going to be and how much, how, how much I would benefit from it. I just enjoyed it. And I, I'm a avid learner. Bill, you're probably the same where you just love learning all the time and growing and moving towards your, you know, next potential phase, how it always was my life. But this workshop and the work that we do at Productive Learning really helped me uh, to uncover those blind spots that I had and move quicker through it. And I will say that within a couple of years, I was financially in the black. Um, I had met my now husband. So talk about like actual like personal results that I experienced even before I worked for productive learning. And then that led to me, you know, being open to a different career. And like, I'd always been called to be in personal development or some kind of coaching, or I just kept getting called to that personally. But 
with my 40 hour week job, I, in a completely different industry, I wasn't sure how that was going to happen. And, you know, eventually it did happen, which was really cool. And then I, I was hired to speak and train for productive learning, which is now, so now I get to help people, you know, wherever phase they are in their life, whether they have been taking workshops with us for 28 years or this is their first one, I get to help them through their own personal learning process. That's a great story, and and you're right. I'm a junkie for learning too. I, <laughs> I it's just uh, I can't help myself. I love to learn new things, and I've actually been excited in this time of change because I think we're really on the precipice of of new habits being formed out there, uh, consumer habits, uh, business habits, all those types of things. So I'm excited about this. Now you mentioned that there's a key to mastering your mind in business. Can you tell me a little bit more about what that is? Yes, and I'll and I will say for our audience, of course, mastering your mind in fill in the blank. You know, right now we're talking about business, but it's really wherever you go, your mind is right there with you, and you know we can't we can't escape that. <laughs> but um, one of the the models that we use at Productive Learning is really the basic model of human behavior, and I'll explain it super quick. It's you know four basic steps. Obviously, there's more to it than that, but we're going to just cover the elementary steps here. And that's our thoughts lead to our feelings, lead to action, lead to our results. Okay, so it's thoughts, feelings, actions, results in our barest, simplest form. And what most people don't really understand is that we have, with our thoughts, we have about 90% of those thoughts that we have we're completely unaware of. Yet those thoughts, the 90%, is responsible for 95 to 99% of our behavior. So most of the time we don't know what we're doing, which is why there's quotes out there saying like, you know, um, change your thinking, change your life. And, uh, you know, what you think about, you bring about. Mm-hmm. Those are great quotes and it's true. But how do you access this part of yourself that you actually are hiding from yourself or that you don't know about? And that's the work where we want to go, okay, how can you slow down your own process? Like say you're dealing with, if we bring it back to business, you're in a business challenge. You have a, a new obstacle in your way whether it's COVID-related or not, there's some, there's some challenge you have in front of you. How can you slow down your thinking? And this could be completely internal, like no one necessarily needs to know that you're doing this. this is, it can be a completely internal process where you go, hmm, well, what, what, do I, what are my thoughts about this, you know, this challenge that I'm tackling? And then, well, what do I feel about those thoughts? Like what, what feelings are now created because I have these thoughts of whatever I'm thinking? And then what feelings, uh, with those feelings, what actions would I likely do? Knowing myself, what would I likely do with, you know, those feelings? What would that produce? And then what results would I want to get? So you can use the model to project into the future. You can use the model to look at your past. And you can also use the model to shift how you want it to be in the future. And that's really the key. It's like if, I, if I'm worried about something, then I'm projecting that it's going to go wrong or bad or you know not our way and create certain feelings that I don't want to have but what if I were to look deeper and slow that down and think okay well here's what I'm thinking here's what I'm feeling and those feelings are likely going to produce this action which will produce this result if I want a different result then you can take the model and work or you can work sideways or you know like you can fill in the blanks and once you start to master that ability it's a huge life-changing opportunity, and especially in your business. That's interesting. You know, it's kind of like the, uh, the, 
the uh, the the big eye and the little eye, I guess. There's there's what am I thinking? Yeah. Well, you're asking yourself a, a question from another dimension, like you're controlling yourself. Now, I heard an interesting story, Lisa, yesterday. Um, I was actually on the news, and they were talking about how human nature in when it comes to uh, reacting to things like COVID-19 or other other kinds of disasters or situations. They said 10% of the people take decisive action, 80% of the people kind of freeze, and 10% mm -hmm. kind of decline and go into you know, hiding, if you will. Um, so if, if it's human nature for 80% of people to kind of freeze, how do they get themselves unstuck from that, that situation? I mean, a lot of a lot of our listeners are business leaders that are probably in that 10% where they'll take decisive action. But I, I would imagine, again, what we found is human nature to freeze. How do you un, unstuck stuck yourself uh, or unstick yourself yeah, at that point? Great. great question. We actually do, we do, uh, there's like four fair signatures where we do fight, flight, which is what we usually hear of, and then we do freeze or faint. And so you're, you're absolutely correct. There's, there's different things that we do when faced with fear, and there's ways that you can melt that. I'm not going to go into that too, too specifically now. But, um, but what I will say is that your biggest asset in this, in this challenge, and, and of course with any, is to be a oh, first step is to be aware of what is going on with you. Do you even catch that you're freezing? Do you catch that you're fighting? or fainting or, you know, or fleeing. And that's your first step because you need to know like kind of what you're dealing with. Like, Oh, I typically, and here's, here's a great example. I will, in an example of freezing, since we're talking about that, if that's 80% of our population, how would you know you're freezing? Well, you might find that you are distracted by non-income producing activities like, uh, I call it the uh, alphabetizing your paper clips uh, activities. <laughs> this does not right. need to be done right now. So, like, what are you doing? Like, is it is it watching the news? Is it getting on Facebook? Is it um, cleaning the house? Things that you would think, oh, well, this is fun, or I enjoy this, or it's just you know something that has to get done, but it doesn't really have to get done. So, watching yourself, what are you doing? And also listening to those thoughts. Uh, one of my, I was working with a client this morning and she was saying how she's just going to wait until, you know, we figure out what happens after COVID. And so that's another freeze. Oh, I'm just going to wait and see what happens. I'm going to wait and, you know, wait for everything to settle down. And so we say these subtle comments, like these kind of throwaway comments, and you're throwing away money as you say these comments. You're throwing away opportunity and you're, and you're, you're dampening, and I'm not judging, I'm, I'm, I, I do this too. So I, you know, I'm saying this for myself as well, because our thoughts, we have so many thoughts, Bill. We have like 30 thoughts a second. So are those thoughts going to come up? Well, yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> they probably are. But what are you going to do with it? it? Can you catch it? Can you slow it down? Can you question it? Can you go, hmm, wow, I just heard myself say I was going to wait until things calm down before I start calling clients. Well, that's interesting. What am I waiting for? What could mm -hmm. I do instead? How do I want? So that's that self-inquiry muscle that you want to start building, but it starts with awareness. Yeah, you know, it comes back to that interesting uh, situation where when you say, do you know what you're doing? There's two you's in that sentence, but they're, they're yeah. both different areas, right? Are you 
are you keeping tabs on what you're thinking, what your mind is thinking? Um, so you have this dual relationship with yourself, and, it, and I think probably a lot of people, uh, I would say myself included at times, think, well, I'll do something, it'll be productive, but I'm really freezing. How do, how do we differentiate yeah. between the two? Yeah, that's, and, and what you're talking about is that metacognition. It's like, how can I think about my thinking? And how do I, and that's actually a big step is how do you separate your, it's weird because it's like, it's all inside of us. Like it's all us. But if we can kind of compartmentalize where it's like, how do I, what am I thinking right now? Like, what can I notice about my thinking? Um, That's where it starts to get very interesting. And how can I separate myself from what I think is true? Like, oh, that's a story I just told myself. Oh, that's a thought I just had. Interesting. Hmm. Well, what do I want to do with that? And, okay, so I just wanted to, to comment on the medical. Yeah, it's like, it's, so, like, it's like me, um, the manager, and me, the worker, right? So yes, one, yes. different I roles like inside of our heads. Like yeah, I've got a whole committee, <laughs> and some people need to be quiet, and some people I'm like, wait, what did you say? I didn't hear that. <laughs> Help right. me out here. Take, take leadership. So um, how can people – and uh, sorry, I was just getting so excited about our conversation. Your question was um, – remind me your question again. Well, I guess I guess let's go on to to how can someone use this kind of this model of of being cognitive and then cap, catching themselves, uh, and how can they use this model to help them in their business on a day to day basis? Right. Okay. So one of the things that I would recommend in this initial like, oh, if this is a new concept to you, like really focusing on catching it, play the game of catching it. How many times can you catch yourself freezing? What does freezing look like to you? How would someone you're living with, if you live with somebody, how would they or work with somebody, how would they be able to catch it? Whether it's freezing, fighting, fleeing, or fainting, right? Um, and, and, and keep a little, you know, whether you put it on your phone or note it on a piece of paper, just kind of in your mind, take a, take a tally. And then you can start, so you take that first, and then I want you to compare that to what result are you trying to achieve? Because a lot of business owners will tell you, these are my goals. This is what I want to have. I want to have this many sales or this many clients or, you know, hire out this many people or whatever. We all have, you know, goals as entrepreneurs and business owners. So if you're not hitting that goal or you're worried you're not going to hit that goal, I want you to start to catch the thoughts that are related to that goal, that are creating feelings, that are creating the actions that are not helping you. Then you would take that and go, okay, so what feelings, but you have to back it out. Okay, so if I want this result, then what actions would I need to take? We're going backwards now. What feelings would fuel those actions? And what thoughts would then fuel those feelings, would create, help create mm-hmm. those feelings? Mm-hmm. So it's, you're kind of using the model like, filling in the blanks, either going forwards, going backwards, looking at it from different ways, like here's what I have or here's what I want. So you can use the model in this almost like three-dimensional way. And anybody could do that. You don't even need a piece of paper. If you can do it in your mind, that's fine. No, this is great because let me tell you, in in the world of uh, business succession and exit planning and all that type of thing, we find a lot of times we need to change the behavior of the owner to focus them on making themselves less important to the day-to-day of their business and focusing more on being the 
uh, doing owner-based tasks, which are increasing the value of their business, increasing their processes and systems. And a lot of times they kid themselves by saying, I'm so busy. But the question is, yeah, but are you doing what you should be doing? Or are you just kidding yourself? Are you, uh, are you uh, staying busy in the wrong things? Or, you know, so it starts with, as you said, being clear about your goals and the highest and best uses of your time. Are you doing those things instead of uh, uh, kidding yourself? Is that what we're talking about? It is. And, and know this uh, for any of the listeners out there, your mind always has a goal. And you are always getting exactly what you want. You just may not be getting exactly what you consciously say you want. So this a simple example would be like a, a salesperson or a business owner who says, I want more sales. Okay, well, what do you need to do? Well, I need to you know, call customers or do some cold calling or prospecting, whatever that is. And then they don't do that. Okay, well, then you said you wanted more sales. So you, but there's something else that you want more. And it might be avoiding those calls. Like Mm -hmm. you might be avoiding being rejected. So you want to protect yourself more than you want to be at risk for being rejected on the call. So that's where it gets very interesting. I'm like, well, what is my true goal? Like a business owner might be having a hard time not feeling valued or giving up control, um, giving, thinking of giving the business to somebody else. And so they might be actually by being busy, they're fulfilling that goal and not fulfilling the goal of setting it up to let go to somebody else. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think for a lot of the people that I find myself working with, they're just, they've been doing what they've been doing for a very long time and they're tired. And uh, what, what I find is really important is to, to make sure that they can envision a finish line. It's like running a marathon. If, If the marathon if you if there's no finish line to the marathon, at some point you're just like, well, what am I doing? My Forrest Gump here, going coast to coast. Yeah. If, but if if we can put a finish line out there and say, look, in in two years you're going to be out of this business. Um, you need to re-energize and get your energy back towards that goal, and, and then start refocusing on that. Now, so the way you do all this is you you coach people individually, if I may call it that, and you also um, you also uh, do workshops and things like that. Tell us a little bit about your, your methods. Your, your website's very interesting, yeah. by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you can go to ProductiveLearning.com. Um, we, at this point, it's so interesting. Talk about innovation and pivoting and, and, and changing. Um, we, for 28 years at Productive Learning, have been giving in-person workshops, and we love it. And we do all different kinds of methodologies for that and, and you know, take people around the world and Take, you know, have workshops on different continents and things like that, as well as here in Orange County and, and San Francisco. But uh, due to – we were already planning on creating some virtual offerings, and we started that in 2018. But this whole shelter-in-place certainly put the gas pedal uh, further down uh, the ground on this one. And so we now have virtual offerings we're developing and we have like over, I don't know, a hundred different workshops. So we started to develop some of the virtual workshops. Um, we started one called from anxiety to empowerment. That's just about ready to finish up. And we're starting to offer one-on-one coaching as well. So, um, so there's all different ways that you can start to use the model that I was talking about and really get to know yourself. Like, 
know your history. How, how can you catch yourself thinking the thoughts that you know aren't helping you? How can you develop a vision that's going to be really compelling to you that's going to help you get closer to what you want after? And those are the, the things that we do in all of our, all of our work, whether it's in a one-on-one coaching call or in a workshop. Probably a lot of adaptation in that field right now, going to virtual. But you you work with people both uh, in their personal life and their business leadership and yeah. business teams. You know, there's a there's so much uh, that our listeners can be doing now in these times, especially if they're looking at you know how am I going to come back even better than I was before? And certainly, this is one area that they can work on. And on your website and through your workshops, they can do it pretty easily because it's a lot of it's virtual now. So what are some of the comments that you've gotten from people that have gone through your programs? Um, tell us, you know, a, a before and after story, if you could, with that, you know, don't give, don't give up names, but just give us a, a sense of a before and sure. after scenario. And I do want to remind you, uh, too, I have a gift for everybody as well that they can use a tool um, that I want to make sure and give everyone. So we'll I'll finish off with that. But um, one of the clients I was thinking about, I think a lot of your listeners could probably relate. He has his own business. It's a, it's a real estate business. Um, but, you know, he had a certain amount of sales, you know, in the millions uh, per year, but was working all the time. Like, you know, wanting to provide just kind of an entrepreneur's dream, you know, like want to provide for your family, be your own boss have some flexibility, be able to go on vacation and, and have all the things that you want to have and, and, and a certain lifestyle. And he grew his business, uh, you know, more than doubled his, his business, but uh, was noticing that the more money he was making, the more work he was taking on and the more distance he was having between himself and his family. And so he'd be like the guy on vacation who was just like on his computer the whole time. And so that's not ideal either. Like, how do we, how do we balance all this? And so the work that he really uh, worked on was how do you have, how did he have an intimate relationship with his wife, a quality relationship with his children, uh, a business where he could delegate more and have that peace of mind, have that freedom, um, that you kind of have this fantasy about when you're a real, when you're a, an entrepreneur. And so that mm-hmm. was a big, so it was kind of like this multi beneficial uh, lifestyle that he created. So he, he was someone that that's paid great. Mind. That's great. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the uh, gift. That's very nice of you for our listeners. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you go to productive learning.com slash gift, so pretty easy productive learning.com slash gift, you can just go right on there and, uh, You'll get currently what's available right now is a step-by-step, um, what do I call it, uh, format that's going to help you. Like if you have a goal or you have something that you're going towards or you've got to change, you've got to adjust right now in the change, this is a really, really powerful uh, set of directions to follow. And it's a step-by-step process that's easy and that you can just, you can put it right up on your, you can print it out, put it up on your wall or wherever you want to have that and use that every time you you've got like a big task in front of you or something that you're confused on or stuck on. So productivelearning.com slash gift. And we'll be consistently updating that. So if you're listening to this a year from now and you're like, Hey, where's my step-by-step guide? You might be getting something else. That's even super duper duper cool. So we are, we're constantly updating our offerings to make sure that our listeners and our people out there get some support. 
that's very nice of you. I'm really happy that you came on today and you shared a lot of great tips. I, I have about a page and a half of notes here myself. So, Lisa, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you come on again uh, in the in the near future and update us and tell us more about um, what's happening uh, with productive learning. Lisa Reed, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.